0: what's up everybody welcome back to another episode and if you're new here welcome we love a new listener this week i'm in my car it's a little weird but you know what i'm down for new adventures and if you've listened i don't know if i've ever said it on the podcast but originally i wanted to do this podcast in the car but this week i'm joined by one of my role models inspirations and just all around amazing human beings the lovely bro kitchens hello
1: hello what a wonderful intro thank you (laughs) of course
0: of course how are you
1: i'm great and i'm very happy to be on this i'm honored myself to be joined here today in the car and on your podcast
0: (laughs) (laughs) yep in the car at 712 in venice that's where we are um so if you listen to my podcast and for you listeners out there you know that we do a weekly roundup where we talk about Our past weeks and kind of what's been going on in our week so I this past week was a busy work week for me honestly I had a late night um, like 1045 late night on Tuesday but then over the weekend um, it was Deegan's birthday I dressed up as Ness from um, Super Smash Bros and Earthbound for his costume party and yesterday Saturday what did I do Um, I went to the beach I went to Waterfront We love water fans. Um, Went to Abbott Kinney. And then we went and got some German food. But tell us about your week, your weekly roundup.
1: Okay, well, my week was actually pretty interesting. I I know I told you before we had this. I don't know what was going to happen with my week, but it came out to be a great week. Um, On Wednesday, notably, I was actually going to Paramount Pictures on the lot Um, at work. We had a breakfast with our CEO, Bob Backish. It was really fun it was nice we had like a full-on event it was kind of like a fireside chat if you will okay and um, I work at Viacom so Viacom CBS is in the works at the moment and it's kind of the topic that we had The hot the <laughs> hot topic of the, the hot topic of The industry exactly like what's gonna happen where are we going it was really exciting I, I loved it and honestly love working there so it was fun to be part of that it was great
0: nice how is the lot like what's it like
1: oh it's really awesome you'd love it so yeah. the lot is what you may guess a movie studio lot it has a lot of sets that are built in stages so every single building is like labeled as a stage but then there's also like a new york lot which is the whole thing looks like new york city Oh. We- <laughs> yeah New York City. That's where we parked our cars, actually, for the event. <laughs> but <laughs> so when you walk around, it doesn't even feel flex, like subtle flex. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't even. You know, you don't even think that you're really in LA when you're there. It's it's nice. That's it's a awesome. Movie studio. So yeah, that was fun. Um, and then what else happened this week? I also had signed up for a boxing class.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah, my roommate and I did. Um, we did it on Saturday, so I guess that would be yesterday. Yeah. Wow, wow it feels like a year ago. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> it was that hard, huh? Well, it was because it was 8 a.m., oh, so oof. I don't I don't usually get up that early to go to a, a workout class, Um, but it was really fun. I've never taken a boxing class before in my life, but I've always been intrigued. I think it just sounded like something fun, and my coworker actually recommended it to me. It was like a, a mile from my apartment and he was like you know if you ever want to take it there's a free class give it a shot whatever so I did I dragged along my roommate (laughs) and she came with me we did the class and it was hella hard it was really really difficult but I had a really good time and in the end we were we caved and we we actually bought memberships (laughs) to this boxing so now you'll be
0: kicking ass all the time I
1: hope so I mean I was telling you this when we were at dinner but I am so sore from this boxing class. Like, every single part of my body is in pain from walking around. And I think it's a good thing because I'm going to get into this boxing thing and I deserve it. And <laughs> You do deserve it. I'm ready to... And then,
0: and then anyone who crosses you, bang, bang, boom. Exactly. One, two, one, two, one, two, three. In the face. Done.
1: I know. I'm, I'm going to become... An awesome boxer or you know it's just a hobby so we're just we're gonna see how it goes <laughs> see how it goes see where it takes
0: you yeah uh, anything else you did? did you do any spooky times things
1: spooky times i did um we went to a halloween party last night after this wonderful boxing class so we had the whole day to rest up but um i dressed up as miss sandra d from Ooh. greece
0: You're and the
1: one I want. yeah <laughs> um it was really fun we just had a really good time with friends and went to a, a house party in hollywood hills um and coincidentally both my friend groups ended up planning on going to the same party without even knowing it so it was perfect we just had a pregame at my place and had the whole crew all together it was nice to bring everyone of my friends together and you know yeah kind of rekindle some friendships and have a wonderful halloween night spooky times <laughs>
0: spooky times yeah all right well Is there anything else from your weekend or your weekend? I mean, today actually,
1: um, before uh, this counts as the weekend, Still, Sunday, I mean, I, I think of Monday as the start of the week because now that I work in entertainment, you know, Monday is like the start of the week. Um, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. (laughs) But, um, today I, you see, this was a very eventful week today. I went to a showroom sale for, one of my favorite fashion labels and i didn't tell you this before but no you didn't um this morning intrigued. yeah this morning <laughs> i went um if you ever heard of it it's called 12th tribe okay i
0: actually do know what that is yeah
1: they're <laughs> a wonderful fashion boutique i would call it um online so e-commerce but they are doing a showroom sale pretty much like every month i guess and i'm actually really intrigued by the founder um she was there and i met her but i went Mostly to buy clothes. <laughs> that was the whole point. <laughs> but I did also do my networking as well.
0: Of course. And
1: um, as Brooke will.
0: <laughs> as Brooks do.
1: Yeah. And um I met the founder of it and as well as like some of the other employees that work there. They do a lot of really cool marketing strategies with their company. And I really just love their work, what they do with their brand and even just their clothes in general. I mean, if I could put my clothing like brand on myself, I think 12 Tribe would get that. It's like Western... Girly, like catty girl. I don't know how to Little explain bit chic. it. Yeah, chic. Touch I like chic. it. It's like you know, it's got the antique, like vintage vibe, but also it's modern. So I don't know. If that's the, I'm not into, I'm like not a fashion guru, guru, so I don't know how to describe it. But that would be what I would describe it as.
0: <laughs> not a fashion guru, but a fashionable person.
1: Oh well, thank you. I'd like to think so. I, I do love fashion. <laughs> no, but... you are.
0: You are a very fashionable <laughs> person. Could, I dare say an icon.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, thanks. Icons only in this vehicle. <laughs> Icons only
0: in this vehicle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that it? Yeah.
1: I mean, that was that. that was. That if was I can remember, that's that the week. That was the
0: roundup of the week. Yeah. Uh, we just ate dinner at Usta, which is spelled G J U S T A, over here in the Abbott Kinney Ocean Park Venice area, and I saw Timothy Chalamet, <laughs> if you know who that is, and if you don't, he's like this big time actor kid guy. I think he's a kid. He think he's only like
1: he's young, twenty maybe. He's young,
0: um, young, young guy. Anyway, that was just that was just interesting. That's the thing I love about LA is, at least for me, I I see all these people. I'm like, oh, you're famous, cool. And then I move <laughs> on with my life. Well,
1: and your interaction too, the way you yeah. described your interaction, very LA.
0: So. Yeah, very, very true. Very, very LA. <laughs>
1: you you look at him and you're like, are you someone I know? Yes,
0: I had I had a good like thirty <laughs> seconds of me staring at him, going, do I do I know you or or you somebody and then i was like oh no no you're somebody you're timothy chalamet okay cool <laughs> and he looked this... back at you and he was like yep he was like yep <laughs> and i gave him the yep nod bat and then went back inside um but then we came back outside nate but let's backtrack a little bit tell us about you we didn't do a formal intro we never really do on this show but let's backtrack and tell us about you who is brooke what is brooke why is brooke how is brooke
1: Of course. Well, um, when
0: is Brooke? Yeah, when
1: is Brooke? I don't know. Um, I am from Lake Havasu City. So I grew up in a small town in Arizona and I went to school at the University of Arizona. That's where I met lovely Paul here. Um, I had spent my entire college career learning marketing, film and television and building my resume in ways that I consider my hobbies, I guess. Some people look at it as a building resume. For me, it was my passions. I was in a sorority, I was on a lot of executive boards, and I like to take part in a lot of intriguing opportunities. So I always kind of said yes to everything that came in front of me. And I am now living in Los Angeles. I work at Viacom. I work for marketing and advertising solutions for any advertiser who will come to us. So for the easiest way to describe it, if you ever see an ad on TV, that's me we do that. (laughs) Um, that's that's me and many other people, of course, it's not a one man job, (laughs) but, um, it's really fun. I love living here. I've always dreamed of moving to LA. That was my dream job goal to do that. Um, and work in the entertainment industry. And I can successfully say that I was able to cross that off the list and hopefully we'll continue to build that. So
0: wonderful. that's what
1: I look forward to. Um, but yeah, and, I think for me, my hobbies include a lot of wonderful things, including, I know Paul and I talk about this a lot, but traveling is one of my favorite things to do. And I can say that I've traveled many places in the world, not as many as I want to, because I have the longest list ever. But I I think that's a lot of who I am and why I am who I am today, because the saying yes to opportunities thing is because of the fact that I take risks and jump into you know traveling and being spontaneous and stuff like that. I don't know. That's yeah.
0: me. <laughs> uh, well, as you guys know and as you know that I love to travel uh, and and we've, I've talked about it a bunch on the podcast, but also some of my favorite places, and one of my favorite places I think is yours as well, is, is like the UK. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: London, which Romano and I touched on that a little bit and we, we talked about our favorite place. But I want to know what your favorite places are in London. Yeah. What do you like to do?
1: Well, I... I love London. I actually interned in London, you know that, um, back in 2016, so it feels like a century ago, but I was a a wee little sophomore going into junior year. I spent my summer interning in London and I lived in South Kensington, so that is like literally the best place I think (laughs) ever in the world. South Kensington is like what you see in the movies of London. It's posh, beautiful, architecture white everywhere beautiful As, like the trees. doors that
0: are different colors yep
1: yep it's beautiful uh, Notting Hill has all the colors and everything it's all right right around there and I was very fortunate enough to um live in South Kensington but I also got to work in East London which is like in Hackney and Shoreditch area
0: I love the Shoreditch area exactly. that is my favorite area <laughs> in all of London
1: yep and that's that was where I worked so I was very lucky I got to live in West London and work in East and I got to travel all without like See all everything in between, see everything in between. And, and I think that was my first ever like international experience too, living in London and traveling there. I never went across the pond before that. So the whole experience that summer was completely new to me and loved every <laughs> moment of it. I mean, I took every opportunity. I think every single day I, I even, not that I was, Crazy about it. I didn't like actually plan something every day, but I would tell myself, "What can I do today? That's something I would never get to do, otherwise." You know. So if I was at work one day, and I mean, I have an opportunity to go and take a lunch break, I'll walk around to a coffee shop or something cool and try something new, try a new meal. And for me, favorite places for sure included Covent Garden. Love Covent Garden. Um, I even went to Hyde Park, which is a place that has. A lot of great beautiful scenery there's dogs barking there are dogs them. barking yeah <laughs> um yeah <laughs> um but yeah Hyde Park London everything in there and I don't know Should I keep going about places yeah to left?
0: Uh, let's do this so we'll, we'll make it we'll make it easy uh two restaurants you would recommend if you went to London if they were going to go to London Um, or two two food stands or two whatever two things that they need to eat
1: okay well number one by far it's not a restaurant but Borough Market okay yes you have to go to a market because one they have everything you can think of food wise from like Argentinian food to like Chinese food it's like all the things you can think of are there and it's cheap like Five pounds for a meal. Is, oh. It was amazing. Like now I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, hmm, LA, fifteen dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, Borough Market has everything and amazing. Every time I went there, I had something delicious. Another thing, which this is gonna sound really silly because it's in London, but there's this Italian pizza place called Franco Manca, and it was right outside of my flat. And they serve delicious pizzas. I don't know how to even explain it, but I just remember <laughs> loving it so much. I used to like have a blog when I was like living in London, and I would talk about it all the time. <laughs> I went to Franco Maka like three times in like a week, <laughs> but that's another one.
0: Okay, and then that's awesome. And then mm, let's do three things that you have to do for, in your opinion in London.
1: In London, okay. So. Well oh well you have to see buckingham palace okay i think that that is like a must-see must-do walking that area because it's just so beautiful and it's very like royal looking i don't know i think it's yeah very aesthetic i know? went
0: there for the first time after being in london like five six times uh-huh. i went there for the first time the most recent trip yeah it was it was cool It's it was really, really cool. pretty and like the part there's like that big long road mm-hmm. that has all like the um Consulates for all the other countries oh, and yeah. some government buildings. It's a really nice area too. Yeah.
1: It's really beautiful there. I think the whole area right there, you just have to mm-hmm. go. Um, another thing would be to I just totally thought I'm blanking off the top of my head. <laughs> um you have to go to Covent Garden to go shopping. For sure. Covent Garden and like Soho area is right next to each other. Shopping in all the like clubs if you like to go to nightlife. There's actually
0: Tiger, Tiger.
1: Oh, I actually my favorite bar ever, and this was my this was the one I was gonna say too. Okay. You have to go to a pub and just get a beer because yeah. When you like and even if there's like not sports games going on, but I know I remember when all the soccer games were going on, going and experiencing that is one of the most wild things ever. When you see like the UK like England in the World Cup and everybody's like freaking out, it's like so unreal. It's really fun, um, you gotta go there. But going to get a beer at a pub, the reason why I say that is because there are so many friendly people that live in London and they could be from London themselves or from all over the world. Mm-hmm. And I remember the very first day we went to London, we went to a pub, got a beer, you know, cause as any other British person would. And we met like three people there just from sitting and hanging out and being open-minded and talking to people. And I think people love to talk and being at a pub is kinda like the thing to do in London. So. You got to do that. Nice. Yeah.
0: All right, cool. Are there any other places, not just London, but- In the world? In the world. that Let's do one place that you want to go to that you haven't been yet, and one place you have been to that you would recommend traveling to.
1: Well, one place I really want to go to, and I hope is my next on my list, is Bali and Thailand. Yeah. It's like the same trip I'd do, the same one in the Philippines area. Mm -hmm. Um, I just- I would love to go, especially because everyone says it's so cheap to go. You got to really hop on that experience before it gets expensive. And I just love the idea of kind of going to like beachy jungle. I don't know. I really love that. And I need that. (laughs) I'm excited for something like that. And it's different than a city. I mean, I've I've been to so many cities. I mean, living in New York, L.A., London. I like the beach and going to places that are more tropical. So that would be where I want to go and a place that i think anyone that loves to travel but maybe something that's like unique i don't know if this is even unique really but i went to the amalfi coast last year and it was so beautiful i loved going to italy that was like one of the coolest places to go but i've never gone to rome or like venice i've never gone to those places that everyone goes to and we did a trip over to the amalfi coast because it's kind of more secluded It's yeah. like you can't really fit a ton of tourists there because there's not a lot of places yeah. for them to fit but that's what made it so like unique so if you ever get a chance to go to the Amalfi Coast Capri the Isle of Capri is gorgeous go in the summer get a boat go around the island I think it's one of the most beautiful places I've ever been in my life and the people there are so friendly the food is incredible and it's just wonderful it's a really good time and we had some really crazy experiences. We went to Sorrento, <laughs> um, Capri, and Positano. Those are the three places on the Amalfi Coast that we went to. So, highly recommend.
0: Nice. I, I never made it out to the Amalfi Coast. I uh, I, made, I made it to Venice, Milan, and Florence, but I never made it to Rome nor the Amalfi Coast. But I want to go to the Amalfi Coast. Yeah. I feel like it'd be very similar to where I lived in the south of France. Kind of that. For sure. Oceany Kind of vibe. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> and that, No, but that, and that, I want to go to, the, like, the French Riviera. That sounds so Well, if
0: cool. you go, please take me along with you. <laughs> I, I always like to go back, and I have my friends there. So yep. they always show us a good time.
1: We'll just go together. We'll make it a fun <laughs> we'll trip. Ma-
0: we'll make it a trip. For we'll sure. just make it happen. So you mentioned earlier that you work for Viacom. Yes. And you love it there. I do. And was it hard to get to where you are now, or... How did you see your growth as this is this career starting to now where you are now would you still consider it like you'd still consider it like starting yeah phases for
1: sure I mean being entry level at all is still beginning stages of any yeah. career so definitely um to answer your question it was difficult I think nothing good comes without pain right so <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, I spent a lot of my college career getting excited. Yeah, I know more dogs. I don't know if they can hear it, but hopefully it'll go away. Yeah, we'll <laughs> um, be
0: fine.
1: I spent most of my college career getting really excited about working in entertainment. I, mm-hmm. I think that I built a lot of those opportunities to get to where I'm at today. Um, but I think there were a lot of times when I felt defeated and a little bit afraid of what was ahead because one, I was a new girl from little town and Arizona I wasn't sure if you know I was ever gonna make it to LA and what Mm -hmm. I was gonna get if I was ever gonna get a job internship you know any of that so it was hard for me but I didn't want to let that be like the fear from stopping me so I always did the best to go above and beyond with everything I did when it came to like applying to jobs and applying to internships or even just doing opportunities that were at school because Mm -hmm. being in, in Arizona LA people weren't really looking for the Arizona kids, honestly, so I think it was kind of hard to be the person that they were looking for when I was not right there. Um, I did spend my first internship in the US at Viacom, so that was my first experience working at Viacom. That was my junior year.
0: And that was in New York? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was in New York. New
1: York. So I worked and lived in New York City, and it was the most amazing time of my life. I think that was really cool, especially because I was really open minded. At the time I wasn't sure if I was gonna be in LA or New York, you know, for that summer. But I was open minded about going to New York City. And I went to New York and did the internship with integrated marketing there. Loved the internship. Loved the people I worked with. That was like a huge impact on my whole career because the culture at Viacom really set that precedent for everything else. Mm-hmm. And I just loved it. And of course, Viacom's a huge name. MTV, Nickelodeon, yeah. all the big brands. Big timers. And it was very intimidating at first because I didn't think I really fit in. I was like, I don't know if this was it. You know, <laughs> am I able to be here? But they had faith in me, and I worked my butt off to get there. Um, I think if, if you're looking for, like, I guess, like a background of career advice or, you know, things that I would share is – I think that every single time you apply to a job, there should be like the mentality of like, this is my dream job. Because when you go to apply to a job, you're a number in the system, essentially. I mean, everyone has got their resume in there. There's probably thousands of applicants just like you. But at the end of the day, if you don't go above and beyond and show that you're worthy of the position, you're just gonna be another number. So for my internship, when I applied to Viacom, I somehow got the call from HR, and I was put through the first rounds of interview, and that was the first step, so that was exciting for me. Um, I was able to do that successfully, and they brought me into the second round, but at that point, it was like, I remember it being like spring break before my junior year, so at that point, everybody had internships. I was kind of at the end of that that pace, and I didn't know if I was going to get a job, so I really treated it as if it was like the last possible opportunity for me to have any job that summer and obviously I was desperate for it so I went above (laughs) and beyond I even created like a slide deck of what I thought like a PowerPoint presentation of what I thought would be like my skills for the position itself Mm -hmm. so and I got this experience because I was doing a lot of networking on LinkedIn and I was asking a lot of people you know for advice and knowledge on their jobs and what they did in the industry and that helped me set my own goals and create work that I think would be fitting for the job. And when I did that, they were really impressed. I'm happy to say it worked. (laughs) They hired me for the internship and that was incredible. Um, But then, I don't know, moving into, getting into the jobs of the next year, same thing. You gotta have to like really put in your heart with it. I mean, quality over quantity when you apply to jobs because you can apply to 90 different jobs and have a killer resume, but if the resume is the same for every job, it's like you're not really putting the effort in to tailor it towards that position and to yeah. show you're the worthy applicant, you know? <laughs> I don't know if that made sense, but...
0: <laughs> oh, it makes sense. If you're the if you're the chosen one.
1: Right. You want to be the chosen one every time. <laughs> you want the ball in your court. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, does that kind of answer that?
0: Yeah, no, that, that answers it great. That's very well spoken. Well, good. As always. Um, would you... If you were to give advice... One like simple piece of advice, more complicated, doesn't have to be simple, uh, to people, to listeners perhaps that are in the process of transitioning or just graduating and looking to get jobs or what would you, what would you offer to them?
1: I think the biggest tool that I had when looking for jobs and kind of figuring out my career was LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a huge resource. Because there's a ton of people on there that have your dream job you probably don't even know about. And dream company and dream city. And you can use advanced search tools just to find out these people and who they are. I use LinkedIn like any other social media networking platform. And I message some of the people on there. And I would say, hi, you know, I'm Brooke. I'm, I'm, I love that you're interested in this XYZ. And I'd love to learn more about it. Can we spend 30 minutes chatting, you know, something like that. It can be as professional as you want it or as personal as you want it. I think it's just putting in the effort and trying to do something like that is going that extra mile because no matter what, at the end of the day, like, what do you have to lose? That person that you're interested in learning about is going to teach you something one way or another. And if they say no, they say no, you know, so (laughs) I think that would be the biggest tool. I think. I try to tell everyone that asks for advice that is something they should do because I remember being confused. I mean, even now, I think we don't really know what our career is going to be destined to be at this moment, but Mm -hmm. we can use everything we can to be in the right track. And in order to narrow down what I wanted to do, I called so many people just on LinkedIn, got to know networking opportunities and did my own research and figured out what I liked and what I didn't like about people's jobs and took notes and used that to... You know find my dream job
0: <laughs> that's awesome no that's great that's great advice i i think linkedin is a great tool as well i didn't find my job through linkedin but i know that i was re- it really helped me narrow down what i wanted to do because the descriptions in themselves were really helpful to kind of understand what the job really is on paper yeah um, so i, I think that, yeah it's, it's a great tool and it's everyone should use linkedin LinkedIn sponsor. And
1: even if you... We're not even sponsoring. (laughs) But, I mean, even if you don't even have, like, the people that you're networked with, like, you would get to know who I have connections with Mm -hmm. just by using that. And you can reach out to me. Paul would come to me and say, hey, I have an interview here or I'd love to get to know anyone at this job. And I think it's just so nice to see where your connections really lie because... I mean, at least in the entertainment industry, it is a lot about who you know. And unfortunately, if you don't know anybody, you have to start getting to know them. <laughs> yeah.
0: That, <laughs> so. is, that is a big thing with entertainment. Um, and speaking of getting to know people, we have to take a quick break for our sponsor. And we're back.
1: Yeah, we are.
0: <laughs> so go check him out. Um, we love a sponsor, right? Snaps, yeah. Snaps we do. for the sponsor. Um, but back, we were just talking about career advice and LinkedIn and all of that fun stuff. But let's let's get more into you, entertainment, careers, Check out the careers. What about entertainment drew you and why entertainment? Why entertainment over, I don't know, music?
1: I actually grew up doing musical theater and dance and that was my biggest passion when I was a kid. I just loved being on stage and being in a character costume. I mean, I actually wanted to be an actress growing up. That was my dream job originally. And if I wasn't that, I was going to be a pop star. So Hannah Montana 2.0. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) But um, I just always fell in love with the arts. That was my biggest thing back when I was growing up. And I didn't want to lose that because I always found myself as a creative person. That was what I wanted to hold on to moving into college. Um, I did go to school for business marketing. And at first I didn't know if that was like anything creative at all. I, I actually picked marketing because it sounded like the most creative opportunity in the business school. And it sounds kind of lame because I wasn't very knowledgeable at the time about business or any of that, but I'm really, really happy that I did that because Mm -hmm. I ended up paving my own path into something I fell in love with because marketing is now something I love to do. And I was wanting to combine my two passions, you know, marketing, which I fell in love with through college, and the arts and entertainment industry, which I grew up with. I mean, even my family, we all kind of grew up around music and movies and TV. I think it's just always been something I love to do. So um, looking for a job in entertainment was like a no-brainer. I didn't want to be a doctor. I didn't want to be a teacher. I mean, those are all great jobs, but I knew that I was more destined into something in the arts and entertainment world. And I like to consider myself kind of like a performer, like <laughs> in everything I do, I always want to be like that. best great. dressed and, you know, great hair. And, you know, I, this is why I love Instagram because <laughs> I'm a nerd when it comes to Instagram. <laughs> I love the marketing and the performance part of it. You know, like your whole aesthetic is you, it's your brand. And I just love all of everything about it. And I think it's fun. Um, and social media is a good platform to even brand yourself, so that's cool. Kind of going off on a tangent there, but...
0: Oh, totally fine.
1: Yeah, and, um, <laughs> yeah, the entertainment industry, it's a fun time. I think everybody loves to laugh and have fun and feel emotion, <laughs> you know? I think
0: so, I think so.
1: But, yeah.
0: No, that's awesome. Um, would you consider still looking at acting or being a pop star in your... <laughs> In your side hustle and your side hobby? Honestly, life. I'm not
1: opposed. I've my mom even said it the other day. She was like, So are you gonna take an acting class? I mean, definitely something I love to do. I would love to try it out and see what it would take me, but it's a it's a passion of mine. It's not necessarily something I'm gonna like take a career leap into. I mean, if it happened, it happened. Hey, watch out. Yeah, watch hey, out, LA. But, watch um, out, LA. Book's coming. <laughs> but I've always just kind of seen myself as like a lot of different buckets of things that i think i'm skilled in and i mm-hmm. i just want to merge them all together like <laughs> i don't really know what my dream job is because i just love so many different things i want to put it in the same area um and you know I, I mentioned marketing and working entertainment i mean i could be in film and tv for a couple of years and maybe i move to something else i don't really know i mean who knows really who knows what do
0: you what does what does five years look like for you right now who knows who knows who knows
1: hopefully successful yes with A happy smile on my face.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Always. Always a happy smile. And hopefully a
1: dog. I love dogs. (laughs) So if you know me, I love dogs. (laughs) So
0: five years, maybe taking acting classes, maybe doing something amazing. Probably doing something amazing.
1: I know for me, like my goal when I moved to LA, it wasn't that I need to like settle here for the rest of my life. That wasn't really necessarily what had to happen, but I know I love the vibe of LA. It just has a lot of things going on. You can go to the beach whenever you want. I love the beach. It's like my, <laughs> my, gra- my ground rock, you know, it's there for me. And, um, you can go hiking on a weekend. You meet so many amazing people. I wanted to move to LA to grow my network and to grow experience mm. and be exposed to things I didn't grow up getting to do. Cause being from a small town, everything was so new to me, even going to college in, in Tucson, you know, at U of A. Yeah. Um, it was a big wild world. So i I want to take advantage of every opportunity I can with, you know, the cities I live in and the people I meet. I think at the end of the day, that's like the most important part. So, that's where I see myself in five years: is learning from the wonderful people I meet. <laughs> Amazing,
0: that's incredible. Well, thanks. Um, we should maybe we should take a we should go audition for the Groundlings together. Yeah, and go take some improv classes. And- Let's do it. Um, I've been looking at doing that now since I moved here in June and I still haven't done it. And it's hey. a free audition class. It's basically a free improv class is what I've heard. Yeah. Like go in, you get a free improv class and then they kind of go, all right, we're going to gauge you. Yeah. It's a free improv class in which you're being judged the whole time.
1: <laughs> well, it's worth it. Let's try it. We'll Let's give do a it. Shot. <laughs> I'm
0: down. It's, it's over in Melrose. It's closer to your neck of the woods.
1: So. Yeah. Yeah. It's very LA of us. We got to do
0: it. Very LA of us. We got to <laughs> do it. Um, I was just thinking about how oh man my brain just totally blanked down <laughs> that that word i was hanging on to the word so closely
1: and you lost it and i
0: lost it i let go of the word and that word started the sentence and the sentence is now gone <laughs> as matthew mcconaughey would say
1: <laughs> yep gone. oh what a man
0: what a man matthew mcconaughey <laughs> yeah
1: great guy uh, I <laughs> haven't met him yet, but... Haven't met him yet. One
0: day. Yeah, speaking of random celebrities or people, notable people, I mean, you get to see some pretty cool up-and-coming artists, right, at Viacom? Yeah. You have the rooftop.
1: We do. We have a really cool, I guess you could call it perk. Yeah, it's a perk.
0: It's a perk, for um, sure. Perk.
1: Yeah, it's a perk. It was a perk
0: of my interview when I went. Like, it's a perk.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. You got to, you got to be a part of that perk because you yeah. got to watch the music on the roof. Um, yeah, we do musical guests on our rooftop in Hollywood and they're usually up and coming artists as you mentioned maybe they've kind of been famous in the last year or so but they do a very private session for the employees and it's fun we've had even my favorite artist Lana I was, was gonna there. say didn't, didn't she's drop by? yes I love her she is amazing if you don't know who she is she's incredible artist musician everything she's she's a girl to watch out for she's killing it
0: yeah she is she's really good i i listened to her music after you posted about her oh that day, and i was like oh who
1: look at me influencing who in a way and
0: went in and like <laughs> checked her out and her music's great she's also got a really cool instagram like just aesthetic
1: yeah her i don't mean to go on about her but her background is actually really <laughs> cool because she used to be on the tv show nashville
0: oh which is
1: one of my favorite shows it's on cmt on Viacom Networks. LOL. <laughs> Quickly. But um, yeah, but it is a really great show. It's one of my top three shows ever, TV shows. Wow. So if that's you ever get a chance order. to watch it, it's really based around music and it's obviously based in Nashville. So it's not like country music, but it's got a good vibe and sort of country in it. But if you don't like country music, I wouldn't say you wouldn't like it. Okay. You know, because it's, it's not country music. It's kind of in the poppy area, but it's a really good drama. Watch it if you like music. So.
0: What are what are three shows right now that you're watching that you would be like, you should watch this too, oh if gosh. you're watching it yeah. right now? Yeah,
1: okay, so actually my roommate and I, we just finished a show on Netflix, it's called Unbelievable, and it's really good, it's drama though, for sure, it's based on a true story, <laughs> um, basically, and it's really dark, but it's about this girl who, back in like 2008, she had a rape case, and no one believed her, and mm. the rape case turned out to be a very common case in other cities across the country so not gonna spoil anything but no it's spoilers. like eight episodes it's just eight episodes and if Quick you watch. watch one episode you will be hooked and you're gonna watch every single one of them like me and my <laughs> roommate did because we watched four episodes one night and four the next and it was over
0: so be prepared if you're gonna go in and go i'm gonna watch this I'm going to check it out maybe you may finish it that night maybe give yourself some uh spare room to do that yeah Uh, Any other other shows?
1: Um, Right now that's on, I mean, I'm not really watching a lot of TV, but obviously if you haven't seen Stranger Things, what are you doing with your life? True. Because that is the best show, I think, at the moment. It's very, very good. And I think this last season was actually the best season that they've done. I
0: really enjoyed it. I know a lot of people had their gripes with season three, but I really enjoyed season three.
1: I loved it. I think it was the best one. I still walk away and say, best ending to an episode, best ending to a season, i'm excited for season four
0: yeah i'm excited for season four too oh uh, so many so many questions
1: yeah that hopefully will be answered i know we won't spoil anything if you have not spoil seen anything it. yeah but come on you gotta watch it if you haven't it, it. it's great <laughs> it
0: leaves you on the best like it's not a cliffhanger but yeah it but so it kind of is. is yeah it's one of those did we get picked up for a fourth season thing <laughs> but yes, we know they did we know. we know we know they did we know they did and now it. now that news is out yeah um yeah, I love Stranger Things. I I love the memes that come out of Stranger Things too. Uh, the funniest, maybe sad but also funny, um, I watched the other night was I don't know. I was really I must have been so bored because I saw on um, my recommended it on my YouTube feed it was Stranger Things, but it's just Steve freaking out, uh-huh. and it's every like moment where Steve's like, "Hey, wait, no, I, no I'm in charge. No, no," and like throughout the whole. All the way up until this most recent season. Right. It's a compilation and it's really funny. Oh now my god I uh, recommend you watch that. If, yeah. If you want a good you chuckle. You can send me
1: that link and I'll watch it. I, I will. I
0: will send you that link because I need to be the, not the only person that's watched that. <laughs> it was, <it's, laughs> the
1: one view. <laughs> the
0: one view. Now, it oh had like gosh. a couple million, I think, actually. Wow.
1: Popping,
0: popping poppin video. People love Steve. Yeah.
1: How do you? I love, I love Steve too.
0: Do you like uh, Tom Hila? Tom, blah, 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 oh. <laughs> Do you like Tom Holland? I Are you do. a Tom Holland stan?
1: I mean, I am, but I'm, I'm not like, I'm also like, not like the girl that's like obsessed with him because I think with the Spider-Man movie, it was targeted to people younger than me.
0: Right. You know? And he's technically like a 17 year old boy in that
1: In, that movie. in that movie. But he's not in real life, right? He's, he's, older. he's my age. Yeah. So he's, yeah. Okay. So like 22, but in the movie you're like perceiving him as a 17 year old boy. So for me, I'm like, you're a 17 year old boy. <laughs> But yeah, I love Tom Holland. How, yeah.
0: how do you feel about his, his buzzed head?
1: I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? No, all is right. that something I need we're, to be... We're looking
0: it up right now. Oh. I'm going to show you. He buzzed his head and it caused like disruption. Well, you know, I'll up, never forget the, the day
1: when Harry Styles cut all his hair off.
0: How'd that make you feel?
1: You know, <laughs> I was sad, but yet also still attracted to his beautiful face and his hair.
0: <laughs> I mean, Harry Styles, I'm not going to lie, of the f- five members when they broke up, um, I love his music. Oh yeah, I listen The Sign of the Times, great song.
1: He has a new album um, coming out too, soon. Really? Yeah, his most recent song just came out like about a week ago, I think. So here he comes. I'm, I'm excited. Ahead.
0: No shame. I, I proudly stan Harry Styles and his music. And I actually do appreciate how he's entering the acting world. At first, I was very uncertain when he was in Dunkirk. I was like, ah.
1: did you see Dunkirk? I did. It I was actually, great. I really loved Dunkirk. It was Dunkirk. great.
0: A lot of my friends didn't like it, but I also, um, I think they were kind of drunk when they saw it. So it's not a movie you watch drunk. No. It's I, really slow. I
1: also, not even that the movie itself was like, the whole film was phenomenal, but I'm just so into cinematography. Yeah. And I thought that film was just so great with their visuals. Everything about it was beautiful. Uh, there <gasps> we're looking at the photo. Sh- I ten. like the hair. You like the shade? I ten? like it.
0: People had an uproar about it.
1: I mean, he could look horrible, but he doesn't. You know, like yeah, some he people look, look not good with. OK, that's a little different of a photo. Yeah. He doesn't look horrible. Though. That's he the photo great. people were talking about. OK, but I, I'm i not I'm not hating it.
0: You don't hate it? No,
1: you don't hate it? he looks older. That's why <laughs>
0: this is funny. So we so put 11 oh, next to him instead of... Yeah, he's that's looking funny. at a
1: meme comparing him to 11 from Stranger Things. <laughs> what do wow. you think
0: about Steve's bowl cut? Where when um, what's his name? Cut his hair to what's his name? I know his Instagram uh, Instagram's like Jazzy Jeff. Um, I don't
1: love the bowl cut, no.
0: Yeah, you're not a fan. No, um, I, don't, I don't. Steve, love I'm gonna Google Steve Hair <laughs> <laughs> Steve Hair gone. Steve Hair Oh uh, no.
1: It doesn't come up.
0: Whatever. Anyway, not a fan of the bowl cut though.
1: Yeah. What
0: were we just talking about?
1: We were talking about hairstyles and oh,
0: how great he is.
1: Yeah, and if you know me, you know I was a huge One Direction fan. I was obsessed with One Direction growing up. I love them. I still do. I'm so sad that they're broken up, but I'm really proud of Harry, <laughs> and the and the acting business he's gone into and.
0: Oh, we were we, we, that's what we were talking. We're talking about Dunkirk the, and yeah, the yeah, cinematography. Yeah, Dunkirk
1: and yeah, Harry Styles. Uh,
0: cinematography is super important for me in a movie. Right, uh, it's not gonna make or break it, like in terms of like, oh, this will be the movie of the year, but it definitely is a huge factor um i think the cinematography have you seen the have you seen joker i was
1: just about to ask you have you seen the joker i have not but i'm literally gonna see it this week because i have to
0: i won't say anything except for the cinematics in that film are phenomenal wow the the way that that film was shot everyone
1: who's seen it has said best movie i've ever seen like best of the year it's definitely gonna win so i don't know the fair i think
0: the farewell still is the best movie that i've seen this year but Joker is up there for sure.
1: I'm going to see the Joker.
0: Go see it. I it's will. it's really good. It does a great job of alienating the the audience from the main character while yet keeping you engaged, wow. which was everyone's fear, right, that you were going to sympathize, and empathize with the main character. Uh-huh. And definitely don't want to do that when he's a psychopath. Yeah. So they do do a fine job. The cinematics are great, so then you're going to love it just off of that alone.
1: Good. Oh, um, I'm excited.
0: But if you haven't seen The Farewell, have you seen The Farewell? I have it. It's with Aquafina and she's this girl who lives in New York and then her family goes to visit her grandma in China and her grandma's dying of cancer. But in, Oh,
1: I have actually I've heard in,
0: yeah, like in Chinese culture, they just don't tell them. Yeah. But they all came together to like be together one last time.
1: I think either you told me about this or my roommate did, but I definitely remember hearing it, about it.
0: It is a tearjerker for sure. Yeah, I, I think. Bet. Uh, actually, I don't. I don't. I didn't cry during it because they do. The comedy is like enough to kind of keep you it's not distracting comedy where it's like right. I, it takes me out of the movie but it's enough to make me kind of laugh heart like lightheartedly, kind of laugh about mm-hmm. it and be like oh okay cool um but well, yeah it was a movie that made me get close to crying which for me is like a huge deal because the last time I cried I can't remember I think it was Lay Mis in um <laughs> London like a year and a half ago but I don't really cry on movies or anything right so the fact that it got close I was I, was I'll really cry. Moved.
1: I know i'll cry <laughs> I, I mean I, I definitely can shed tears <laughs> in movies gosh the first time i ever cried in a tv show was in vampire diaries so <laughs> yeah that's me vampire if anyone diaries. else knows the episode on her birthday that's
0: it <laughs> <laughs> everyone go watch that if you need a sad time <laughs> yeah sad boy hours go watch that episode i guess <laughs> uh any movies right now that you're you'd recommend
1: uh, recommend like
0: it doesn't have to be like a movie that came out this year or anything. Just
1: off the top of my head, what did I just see? Um, I don't even, I don't even think I've seen a movie in the last like three weeks. Mm. That's kind of bad.
0: I took a stint for a while. For someone who sees movies a lot, I took a stint for a while well, So Joker was the most recent movie. I'd and seen in my defense,
1: in, in my defense, I have been so busy at work, you know, working film tv yeah i don't see a lot of film tv <laughs> um but i will say though i mean this was a while back but i was obsessed with the aladdin movie like of the disney movies that came out this summer mm-hmm. lion king i know people hated or like loved it it was one or the other but i was really into the aladdin movie because i just loved the colors and i loved how will smith did of the genie yeah it and was really good it was, it was really just good. so beautiful i loved it I mean, I'm also a huge Disney fan. You know that. Every Disney yeah. movie that comes out, I'll be like, yep, that's my favorite movie.
0: So I want to talk about Disney Plus real quick. Oh, yeah. What are your thoughts on Disney Plus? How do you think? Is it changing the game? Is Oh, yeah. Because it's I mean, like cinematic level production. Right. But series.
1: Yeah. No, I'm excited, firstly, because everything Disney in one place yay.
0: So to clarify, you are going to buy your subscription. Oh, I think I already have it.
1: (laughs) I've like signed up for it. I think a while back when they released the announcement. Yeah. (laughs) Um, it definitely does change the industry a lot though, because considering that the reason why people cut the cord is because of the expensive cable satellite dish, whatever. Um, it was a package of what? $90 a year or a month for something that, was expensive, yeah. but now every single platform is becoming its own subscription base. So if you own Hulu, Netflix, Disney Plus, CBS All Access, Hobo, or, er, Hobo, HBO Go.
0: Hobo Johnson.
1: Hobo. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. all those things are gonna be more expensive in the end, so it's like, yeah, it's gonna change the game. So we'll see what happens, I, and I, now, now even um, Apple yeah, Apple, Apple TV. TV. Apple TV Plus. Is that what yeah, it is? Yeah, Apple
0: TV Plus, I think.
1: I think it's just a lot of picking and choosing what you want yeah. when it comes to content. It makes it more competitive for everyone in the game, though, because yeah. you have to produce great content for your audience to buy it now because it's not as easy to see it from day to day.
0: Yeah, I think my one thing is, is like Netflix. The whole idea that Netflix was this one-stop shop is now becoming diluted Mm -hmm. because everyone's making their own thing and then pulling from Netflix.
1: Yeah. Like NBC pulled The Office. Yeah. And everything on there is going on to Peacock. I think that's what it's called. Is that? Yeah, that's going to be their streaming service. Well,
0: and aren't they also partnered with Hulu, though? So they still are somewhat using Hulu?
1: Well, actually, Disney owns majority of Hulu now. Really?
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: I think NBC sold their portion, if not and don't quote me on this, but they <laughs> sold a portion of, if not all of their share in it. Oh, okay. Um, but Disney owns the majority of Hulu now. So. Got it.
0: Cause I watched all my NBC shows on Hulu. Yeah. They still
1: have shows on there. Yeah. And like, depending on. the good on, place. Yeah. The good place is good,
0: huh? I love a good place. Um, depending
1: mm-hmm. on what they, like what, what the distribute, like the distribution choices are. We'll all make that choice. I mean, it, it comes down to yeah. money at the end of the day and how advertisers buy. Yeah.
0: So, so now it's going to be, I feel like this is just my prediction. I don't, I'm not saying anything. I just think that Netflix is going to become more Netflix original based and the niche, right. niche things that are on Netflix, but mostly Netflix original stuff. Hulu is going to be somewhat Hulu original. And st- I think Hulu is going to stay close to the same mm-hmm. because they're just in a really decent spot in terms of what they offer. Yeah. Um, I
1: think Netflix saves itself by having originals. Mm-hmm.
0: I think now it's just going to be the battle of like, what are you going to want to watch? Disney has such a pull because a lot of people are Marvel fans and a lot of people are Disney fans. So and they, ESPN. And ESPN. They're all going to tune in on that. Where what is TNT providing besides Titans and what's, what's CBS All Access going to provide? Right. And what's uh, these like more like HBO. Well, HBO has an arsenal of great content. So I don't think – I think they'll be okay. Yeah. But th- again, it's th- – but they're still, they're still in that mix to beg that question like what's – Stopping me from
1: and that's why it comes down to the content because at the end of the day You're competing to have the best content for the best views, you know,
0: which is great for the uh, Which is great for the industry in my opinion because it's just more opportunity for more actors,
1: right? I know I was just saying this I mean in today's age there's nothing better than being a B list actor because You're literally getting signed on all these different originals because Mm -hmm. they can't afford the a-list actors but they need somebody with a name To get people to watch. Yeah. So for those actors who have been dry, and haven't been working in a while, this is their chance to shine.
0: (laughs) It's also the chance for all of the actors that were cool in like the early 2000s and late 90s to come back because they're doing all the reboots.
1: Yeah, that's Uh, true. Like
0: Lizzie McGuire, the whole original cast is back. And that's crazy. I'm like, I haven't seen any of you in anything. I know. As of recently.
1: (laughs) Hilary Duff though, she's killing (laughs) it. Hilary
0: Duff is killing it always. But
1: that's her. That's her. It's Hilary Duff.
0: Okay, so we're going to wrap this up. Can you believe it's almost been an hour almost? I think it's been like 50 minutes.
1: Wow, that went by really quickly. Really quick. It always does.
0: It always <laughs> does. So first of all, thank you, Brooke, for joining me today. Well, thank um, you
1: for having me. I want to say I remember the day that you wanted to do this podcast. So I'm very honored to be here. Yeah,
0: she was there in the, when I was back talking about wanting to do a podcast. Yeah,
1: I, I'm excited because... You went and you took your creative thought and you put to action. And that's a big thing. You know, like a lot of people don't really go to action with it, they don't execute on it, but you did. And well, that's you. a huge accomplishment. So, very proud of you and I'm excited. And I remember we were thinking of names. We are trying to come up with yeah. names of this, but I like the idea you came with your name. I like that. Thank you. Hi, I'm Paul Cast.
0: Hi, I'm Paul Cast. Uh, is there anything you want to plug? Your social media?
1: Um sure. Stuff I mean, going on in
0: your life that's cool. Shout outs.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you live in LA or if you ever come to LA and you want to meet me, I'm always open to meeting new people. Um, my Instagram is at BrookKitchens, as is my Twitter that I don't use, but if you ever go on there. Um <laughs> and yeah, that's me. Go find me on LinkedIn or whatever. I don't know. i, I just sound like a career crazy person. <laughs> I promise I'm an actual fun person.
0: Brooks but- awesome. Brooke, um. But like I said, Brooke is easily one of my role models. Oh. If not the role model. she's just Thanks. so she's so hardworking, she's so humble about it too. But she's Aww. so hardworking and so amazing and always treats people's always treats people with kindness. Well, thank you. And that you. is what I strive to do also and every day.
1: Well you do it. You do it.
0: Well thank you. <laughs> I try. I try my best, and that's that's all we can promise is our best. Exactly. At the end of the day. But, okay, cool. Well, again, thank you, Brooke, for being on the show, on this episode. And now, guys, this is where I normally would say you can go follow me on Instagram, at sunkimd, S-U-N-K-I-M-D, which you can definitely go do. But I would also say go follow the Hi, I'm Paulcast official Instagram page that I was convinced to make by Madison. Shout out to Madison. Um, So it's at Hi, I'm Paulcast, all one word. You can go follow it on Instagram. That is where you'll see posts of my guests and see what's going on in the world of podcast. It's just an easier <laughs> outlet for you and to find out. And so the people that don't want to see it on my Instagram don't have to anymore, except they still will because I still share it. Um, but yeah, that's all I have for this week. You have no other words yeah, to say?
1: Well, thank you for <laughs> listening and to everyone who's there, friends and everyone that's new nice to meet you and nice to see you and hear from you and
0: oh yeah go listen to this and share with all your friends on all platforms if you're listening on apple Podcasts, please give this podcast a five-star rating and leave a review tell them how this podcast changed your life or how it changed your career game that would be awesome (laughs) uh if that's it i'm just gonna end the podcast like this beep 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 that that was my attempt at a car horn all right Uh, Thanks for listening and take it easy.